Welcome, welcome to the Brodies. Today's topic, we're going to be talking relationships with the Brodies. And I'm your co-host, Mr. Brown. I'm your co-host, Kaz. And today I'm sponsored by Burger King, the unofficial king of burgers, because if the president can make outlandish claims, why can't we? Home of the Whopper. (laughs) Today I'm sponsored by Wegmans Purified Water, because my boys came up to visit me this weekend and I've been smoking way too much, so I need to like cleanse my system, because I feel like this is the first time I've been sober the entire weekend. So I need to get a lot of water in me. So Wegmans, shout out to Wegmans. Man, I, I understand. Hanging out with friends can be a detriment to all of our health. So make sure you pace yourself <laughs> accordingly. Pace yourself accordingly. Don't drink yourself out of your blessings. Don't drink yourself out of your blessings. I've done that a few times. So we have a, a great show talking about a plethora of issues regarding the dreaded R word relationships. Some of us have been in relationships. Some of us have gotten out of relationships. And we're going to talk about all those things that deal with relationships. And I say it's the dreaded R word because we need them, but do we really need them? Uh, It's just so frustrating sometimes. But you realize that, yo, I really actually do like this person. But there'd be days where you just be like, this shit ain't worth it, man. This ain't worth it. (laughs) I'm mad you did the the, the deep sigh <laughs> before you started. Because <sighs> the sad thing is, I'm a relationship person. Like, I know yeah. myself. But then I also hate myself for that same reason, for being a relationship person. You got to be in Because it's like, when I was trying to have my whole phase, I can't really hold when you're a relationship guy. Because yeah. you into the cuddling. You don't like to be alone. So I've done it very big. I did the whole, the whole phase horribly wrong. Horribly oh, wrong. Man. You ain't, no one taught you how to hold. Properly, nah, nobody told me how to hold properly. Man, you just gotta put your best foot forward. That's all. <laughs> put your right foot in, <laughs> take your right foot out, put your left foot in, and then you shake it all about. You uh, do the whole kipoki and you turn yourself around. Oh, That's what man. it's all about, man. <laughs> nobody told me. Nobody told me this. I had to learn everything on the fly on my own. Uh, uh, so we're talking relationships, and I think. The biggest thing that, disclaimer, I always have to say the disclaimer, Um, I am separated. I am not divorced. I am separated. And being someone who's been married, the biggest question you always get is like, how did you know this person was the one? How did you know this person (laughs) was the one? (laughs) And I guess we're all trying to search of like, how do you realize that that person is someone you want to spend the rest of your life with? Because, you know, clearly I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life (laughs) with somebody and that did not necessarily come to fruition. And so I guess before we could talk about being ready for one, since since you are currently in a relationship, I have been in a very long-term relationship. Uh, What made you feel like, hey, you know what? If you like it, I should put a ring on it. Not, not. It's more in a metaphorical, sense, metaphorical sense. sense. Like, yeah, I want to spend all my time with you now, and not the possibilities of hanging out with other people. I think for me, when I first came down here, I just got out of a relationship. My own fault. Just got out of one or whatever. Um, so when I first came down here, I was like, I'm gonna take some time to figure out why all my relationships don't work. 
because in my percentage, all of them have left me. I've never broken up with them. So it's like I'm like oh for like eight. It's like just whatever. Breaking so, up is hard to do. <laughs> That's so what Wallace tr- said. <laughs> That's facts though. It really is breaking up is hard to do. So what I tried to figure out when I had that time to myself was that the only common denominator in all of my relationships ending was me. Like we always say like both parties play a part or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm the only common denominator because they don't know each other. So it's like what part did I take in it and trying to really learn and understand myself. So for somebody like me, I realized I like attention. And subconsciously, like we don't, all like attention. Don't we all? <laughs> but for me, it's a I don't want to say the up under me type, but the up mm. but the up under me type, it's like weird. Because then when I had that time to myself, like, I was really thinking about, like, where were all the best relationships I had with women and why were they? So I was like, all right. And then also they say sons, like, they want a woman to resemble their mother in certain ways and daughters want a man to resemble, like, their father or whoever was that figure for you in your life. So for me, even though me and my mom don't have the greatest relationship, I know that woman has my back and it supported me. And it's probably obsessed with me, like, to where, like, I, she tries to make me feel like I'm the favorite, even though I try to tell her that's not right. That shouldn't be the case. Like, I shouldn't know it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's because we spent the most time with each other, like, just always with each other. So I was like, wow, that's, like, stuff I like, even though I resented my mom for it, but that's something I really appreciated. So I was like, all right, bet. And my next one, I'm going to make sure I have that. So when I first met her... I wasn't really trying to date, to be honest. I was just like, I'm really trying to figure stuff out. But then we just started, kept hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. And then I was like, oh, shit, you're actually cool. Oh, shit, I like your personality. Oh, shit, you could take my banter and my jokes. Oh, shit, we've been hanging out a lot. Oh, I've met your friends. Oh, okay. Um, we've been dating. We've been on some dates. Oh, okay. Oh, shit, I like you. Damn, I don't like nobody else now. Guess we're going to figure out how to make this work now. I could dig that. I could dig that because I'll say my longest relationship and the longest I've like dealt dealt with somebody, like it's been people who have become my girlfriends. We're going to go through a journey (laughs) down memory (laughs) lane uh, about how do you know they're the one. Um, My first serious girlfriend, I knew she was the one when... I didn't want to be around anyone else. I didn't want, I only thought about her. Um, and that was like, we started corresponding a, a matter of freshman year of college. And we didn't really start talking till that summer after freshman year. And we were emailing and, and instant messaging each other back and forth. And then we like email us like a whole day. Like what we did that day, like, like I don't erase anything on my email. So it's probably still there. Damn. Like, I can look back about what, what we discussed, what, like, you know, we went on there, we did this, and then we both kind of came to conclusions, like, yo, I was hanging out, I went on a date, but all I could think about was, like, you. And, you know, I was like, hey, I guess we are in a relationship because we want to spend that time together. Fast forward to another relationship. It was a girl I was kicking in with. I wasn't thinking it was going to be nothing serious. Uh, she would go out of her way to come see me and hang out with me, and we're just... Those doing be the ones things. that get you. Those be the ones. And, like, we just doing our thing. Like, this is the first time, I think, this is the first time in my life where I had just recently started having sex, and I was just trying to be sexually free, honestly. 
And this was a young lady who was having sex with me and (laughs) (laughs) and, and wasn't asking whether or not to be boyfriend or girlfriend. And I was like, cool. Oh. But my roommate, who had a girlfriend at the time, because I don't know if it was all him or his girlfriend. um, (laughs) Set you up, you didn't even know. No, he was like. You can't be just treating this girl any old kind of way, man. You gotta, you gotta. That sounds like a man in a relationship. Yeah, I'm like, dog. What is my life of any concern <laughs> to you? If she asks me this, then it's cool. But making me feel bad about the situation. Only a man and, in a relationship would try to make you feel bad about that. <laughs> Only him. let me do what I'm doing. Thank you. Damn let it. Me live. <laughs> and then that's how we got together. I'm like that, actually, she, we were, we're still friends to this day. If she ever listens to this podcast, it'd be like, oh, that's how you decided to date me? Yes, and we're still cool to, to this, this day. day. Hey, <laughs> the truth shall set you free. Uh, and I think sometimes relationships kind of happen in weird kind of ways. And then the third, there's more than three, but we'll the, third, the third one that we became uh, an item. I was moving Atlanta, and that happened to be the last person I was dating. Before I left, and I was like, hey, I guess we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Cool. It, it, it was really just more of, like, convenience. Like, I guess it is what it is. Then, hey, I like you. <laughs> I got to have you. <laughs> I like you, and I want you. We can do this, <laughs> this the easy way. way or the hard way. Yeah. The choice is yours. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, So I, it's very hard to say, are you ready for one, and how do you know? One is the one. And I guess eventually through this podcast, uh, this particular topic today, I'll tell you how I knew my wife was the one. <laughs> I know for me, like in previous relationships, like the one I was in before this one, me and her were like, we've known each other. We knew each other since college. So what, 2009, so about like over seven plus years or whatever. And it was always like an on and off thing of like feelings, hooking up, stuff like that. But like we kept always coming back to hooking up with each other, no matter what. So I was then I was just like, you know what? We clearly keep, no matter what we do on our side, we always find a way to bounce back to each other. So clearly something has to be here. We might as well try it. So that's how that one started. Then one, then one in college, I remember from my, oh my, this was funny because me and her started talking in like the summer when I was staying up there to, for baseball. But then like we stopped talking right before school started because I was like, oh no, school's starting. Ho's going to be back. I'm trying to go back to be on my shit. So then one this one night, my friends and like were going out, partying or whatever, but I couldn't go out because I had practice like at 7 a.m. on Saturday, so I'm not going out. So I just remember getting a phone call like 2 in the morning, and it's her. And I'm like, why is she calling me 2 in the morning? Like, what's up? You okay? She's like, I went, I went out with your friends or whatever, and then one of your friends like threw my keys in the bushes. And I was like, what? I was like, all right, let me just come downstairs at the dorm because this, this all sounds crazy to me. So I see all my friends, everybody just done. Like, just, I'm like, yo, what y'all getting to tonight? Like, I'm mad I missed this. <laughs> like, so I was, I was like, this, I missed this. This part is debauchery. So then I come downstairs, I see her, and then she's like tearing and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right, cool. And me and her, the way like the tower, the dorms were set up, we lived in the same tower or whatever. I was like, on the, me and my teammates were on the last floor. She was like on the 15th or some shit. So then she was like, I don't have my keys. Can I stay with you? And we've we we never hooked up in the summer, but like we slept over each other's places or whatever. So I let her I let her sleep in my bed with me. 
Because I was like, I got to practice in like five hours anyway, so I'm not going to try to do anything because I literally got to be out of the bed in five hours. But Lord me knows, starts making moves, stuff happens. And then in the morning, she was like, oh, we go together now. I was like, oh. Oh, she decided for you. I was like, oh, I guess we hooked up, so now we go together. And I was like, all right, whatever. All right. I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. We so simple. <laughs> like, I was like, huh, all right, cool. Uh, we so simple. And I think we're relationships, and it's been great debate amongst the women in, around me. I'm going to say in my life, but around me, my friends, where they're constantly complaining, like, what, men aren't committing. They're not going in relationships. And I can speak for myself. I can't speak for all men. I can only speak for me. Um, I'm not afraid to commit. I'm more afraid that I'm going to hurt you. And that's a very strong statement to say. Like, I, I do shit sometimes <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not saying like it may not happen with you but i do shit sometimes and i i want you to know that that there's a possibility that i may hurt you and i don't want that on my conscience that i was capable of hurting someone that i was supposed to care about like you know and sometimes it's up ups and downs of relationships and whatnot but that's my biggest concern about getting ready for a relationship is how are we going to succumb? I always want to say, if I do something stupid, but when? Yeah, for me, it's when <laughs> I, I, I do something stupid. When I do something stupid, how are we going to get through the ups and downs? But the funny thing is I'm not afraid if I get hurt myself. See, I'm the complete opposite because for me, growing up, like, I've seen, you know how usually it's like the dad on like the messed up stuff? For me, it was the complete opposite. It was my mom. Wow. So for me, like I realized all this last year when I had like that like month and a half of just, like I wasn't working nothing. I was just in my brother's house just figuring out my life. And I was like, yo, that really messed me up because it made me my insecurity for trusting like women. Uh -huh. I ain't trust a soul. Like for me to get over that insecurity, it took a minute. So the few ones that got over it, I shout out to them. God know how they did it. Like, once you get over that insecure thing with me, like I actually say, yo, I trust you, and it's not, it's never them, it's me. Like, it's it's not what they could do. It's like me and just how I feel. And then once I feel like I could trust you, I don't care what my girlfriend does at that point because in my head, I mentally trust you. But for me, since that's one of my biggest insecurities, that's why for me getting into them was always like, well, I'm not gonna get hurt if somebody's gonna get hurt. I'm gonna. Watching myself, yeah. which is messed up. But like realizing that those were my thoughts subconsciously. And then also my very first girlfriend, she cheated on me. Uh, and I was no. like, and at the time I didn't think, I didn't really care. I was like, oh, whatever. But then I didn't realize subconsciously, I, I kept that shit in for a minute, for years. So for me, commitment's never like been the issue. Like I have no problem committing. It's just that I don't trust. And it's still uh, this day, I still don't trust like. And almost anybody, it takes me a minute to, like, really trust you. So that's why it's just, like, <sighs> I try to, with, with my relationship now, I was like, all right, I'm going to actually date for a minute, like, to get all that out the way. Because I don't like, I hate people that just jump into relationships, like, two weeks after meeting each other. I'm like, that's stupid. I don't like that. Why are you doing that? You're only going to end up bad. So therefore, I was like, all right, let me take time to, like, get to know this. Like, I want to know the ins and outs. Like, I want to know how you are on your work today. Like, so if I know I could tolerate it. Like, I need to see you when you get your 
craziest and then be like, I could deal with this. Yeah. Or be like, oh, nah, nah, nigga, I, I'm out. I'm sorry, baby, I can't do this. Um, you going to find a man that can, but I'm not the one. And then plus, I'm very sensitive, so I need somebody to deal with my sensitivity. I'm very sensitive. I can dig it. I, I can dig it because a lot of times when we go into these particular situations, we always question about how you've interacted with your past relationships. When we say past relationships, we normally think about um, your your uh, romantic relationships. But a lot of times, I think the biggest indicator of how the relationship is going to stand is how we interact with our parents. Our parents are the ones that drive our insecurities. They drive how we want to be loved. It drives how we love. It drives a lot of things. And and we never question, like, yo, how's your relationship with your mom and dad? We When's the last time you heard that on a date? Like, how's your relationship with your mom and dad? I think I've only heard it once, where she was like, yo, how's your relationship with your mother? Because how you treat your mother is probably how you're going to treat me. And I've only heard that once when that should be the number one question from a lot of people because that's their first interactions with love. Their first interactions with romantic love is how they see their mothers or fathers being treated in X, Y, and Z. And we just throw that to the wayside. Like, oh, man, she got a fat ass. <laughs> oh, them teeth. <laughs> yeah, she got, she got pretty eyes. Like, like, Look at them teeth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they, they straight and white. Ooh. <laughs> them pearly whites, baby. Nah, but, teeth will make or break you. Yeah, it do. Yeah. Teeth, teeth, uh, if you can't take care of your teeth, then what other things that we cannot see you're not taking care of properly? That's, that's my indicator. <laughs> if you can't like fish. Ta- if you can't take a care of what we're looking at, what are you not taking care of? But I think that's something we need to understand that is the biggest baggage in any other relationships that we're trying to deal with is that mother-father dynamic. Because I know my father has uh, children from multiple women. I don't know if that seems to be a running thing in the black community, but I don't want to fall into the stereotype. But my father has children from multiple women. And so you kind of look like father's a Rolling Stone kind of attitude. And so me thinking is that in my DNA, that's where like my stem comes from. Like, uh, do I consider myself a cheater? No. Have I cheated? Yes. And this is probably me admitting it on air, like, oh, snap. Who you cheated on? Which one you cheated on? Me and Sean play no goddamn <laughs> Sherlock Holmes right now. You don't need to know that. You know, but but the reasons why are always intriguing to me. And I'm like, is that the same reason my father would do what he did? Because I would never say women aren't my problem. Curiosity is. That shit kills and you know, like my mom used to say, curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought him back. That's <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Well, so I got nine lives. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see how many I can, uh, how many I can get away with. I'm down to one, and it's uh, only Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to relationships, like especially me being older, me going through a divorce, of me stepping back. That if you want to deal with me, like. I don't believe at this point, if I'm getting a relationship with you, that means I see a longer future with you. We're going through the audition phases, but I'm looking at like, damn, do I want to share share my house with you? 
do I want to share financial responsibilities with you? Because I think about it as marriage, any dating situation should lead to some kind of long-time partnership. And if you're going into a long-time partnership, that means you're about to sign a business agreement with somebody. And you have to figure out, as you go through your interview process, because that's what dating is, uh, it might be a longer interview process than most, this interview process where you determine whether or not they're a shitty business partner or not. And I know I, people hate when I talk about it in terms like this, but I'm basically interviewing to see if you're a shitty-ass business partner. I think that's the best way to look at it, and that's for both parties. Yeah, like, man, what's your finances looking like, man? How, how do you handle money? What's your priorities when you're spending money? I don't, I don't really rock with women who got that retail therapy bullshit on their brain. Like, yo, you can save the money. We could buy something that's going to appreciate value a little bit more. You know, so that's one of the things that I'm about to start a relationship with. You ready? Like, Ugh, you just spend money frivolously. I'm not. That shit sound dumb. <laughs> nah, I'm good on that. Like, oh, you live here, but you have a Mercedes? Mm. Yo, ma, you could be trying to buy a house with the down payment. Like, that doesn't make it. You're doing shit backwards to me. So, once again, you got to see if you're on the same wavelength. That's what I think about relationships and whatnot about how we're going to do things. And, and people, I guess it's more of a realist approach. Maybe I'm jaded, but I'm like, yo, you you dating for love, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is terrible. Okay, I told people I wasn't going to be jaded on this particular podcast. Nah, it's okay. It's but... okay. That was my favorite song on the Drake album, so you good, man. You good, man. You good. You good, bro. You good. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's true because I know for me, when you, for me, looking into one, I always looked at, can you deal with some of the stuff that I like, that I know most yeah. people don't like? Like, for me, I love wrestling. I have no problem admitting it. I watch it heavily. I got the network. I go to any time the show is in my city. I will probably go broke going if I can. Like, I know that about me. So, for me, if you could just watch it with me, because I don't really watch much on TV. Like, I got, like, maybe six shows, but I watch that, like, religiously. So if you could watch that with me or not be, like, mad if I'm watching it and you could do, like, your own thing, that says a lot to me because even though you probably think this is immature, it's stupid, it's fake, yada, yada, I get it. But the fact that you just let me chill and watch it and, like, that, that suddenly was like, all right, cool. So then also, I look for, I feel like we got to laugh because I spend half my day laughing, whether it's at myself, at you. Like, we, I'm going to make jokes on you. Like, this, this is going to happen. That's how I show love. I'm going to crack jokes. I need to know. And I want you to see you crack jokes on me back. Like, that, I'm weird. Like, that stuff, like, it's like, oh, oh, you got a sense of humor. Oh, you witty. Oh, I got to stay in my, my comeback game. All right, bet. Okay. Stuff like that. And then I feel like as we get more into that and more comfortable around each other, then I'll start looking at, like, how do you carry yourself financially or how do you carry yourself in certain situations? Because especially for me now, when I moved out here to D.C., I was like, all right, I can't have, like, I feel like I had, like, a New York State mindset from the state, from the point of, how can I word this? It's like, you move differently. It's like, oh. Like, here is more, like, I feel like when you go outside in the major cities, it's kind of like, oh, meet somebody, go on a couple of dates, hang out with them. Like, if you're dating, you don't date multiple people. Like, you just talk to that one, and then if it don't work, then you move on. Like, I feel like I said outside the major cities. <laughs> Major cities. Oh. <laughs> Outside of major cities. Uh -huh. Oops. <laughs> Someone didn't tell me the game, baby. <laughs> but 
So like that was for me, like in New York, it'd be like, all right, because you always meet people. So it's like, all right, I'm keep talking to multiple people. It's like my phone, somebody could text me. I honestly have no idea who this is texting me. I got to like re-up re in the conversation. But, oh, this is who this was. All right, bet. Damn, you ain't even saved that number in your phone yet? You nah, just I don't texted, say, nah, text. I don't know. No, no. I've uh -oh. never saved. I've never He's saved. one of them. Yep. It just, I like, had the number. I knew your last four digits. That's uh, what I knew. I was like, oh, I knew who that is. I'm about to say, why Bobby texting you all the time? <laughs> <laughs> why Pizza Hut calling you at 3 a.m.? Like, nah, no. So that was me. But then once, like, once my last situation happened, and I was just, I just got, like, tired of, like, fucking up, so to speak. And I was just like... I wanted to break the cycle because, like, me and my two brothers, we don't have the same dad. So it was like, I just wanted to break a cycle going on in my family. And I know that I could be the one to stop it. Like, I know, it, I, know I could start it. Like, I could start the new cycle. So I was like, all right, Kasim, what can you do to start this new cycle? Now, don't get me wrong. It's, it was hard at first because I'm so used to, like, going out and meeting people. And, like, one of my biggest fears is that I know my life and I know certain situations just happen to me. Like, I know the situation that will just... Happened to me because I'm too friendly of a goddamn person. So I had to learn, like, how to be out, like, when I'm socializing and chilling. Because I feel like when you're a man and you just start talking to a female, it, your pilot mode kicks in. You start talking, friendly conversation. And then at the end, it's like, oh, let me get your number. Just, like, like in pilot mode. So it came, for me, I had to learn how to be, like, I made myself almost be awkward in a way now. Like, I was out at Marvin's this week. And I had my book bag. I was in Marvin's with sweats. Yes, they let me in the bar with sweats on. And I had my book bag and stuff. So I took like one of the stools by the bar and put my stuff on it. And this girl like bumped it, was like trying to figure out what it was. And I was like, hey, if you want the seat, you're like, you know, you got this. I just have my stuff on or whatever. So then she's like, no, that's okay. I was like, no, you sure? Like, you can have the seat, whatever. So like, she was like, no, that's okay. I'm just waiting for some friends. And then like, there was that awkward quiet after. Like, I knew she wanted me to continue this conversation. But then I knew I was just like, I'm just gonna stop talking and be awkward. And that's what I did. And I just walked away. Like, I had to learn how to make myself. Because I'm such a social person, I had to learn how to make myself awkward and like. You sociable or are you flirting? Because mm. it is, it's, it's a difference. Because, like, I can say, I don't have many female friends. I will say that wholeheartedly because. I do. I've conditioned myself a lot of times <laughs> that when I'm talking, I'm flirting. And some people are really good at, like, flirting and they're friends with, like, heck of people that they flirted with. Some of them they've even hooked up with, and they're still friends and cool. But I'm not built that way. And so a lot of times it was like, yo, you're being antisocial. I'm like, yeah, I'm just really trying not to flirt with you, though. <laughs> because we all run in similar circles right now, and I don't want to be awkward. Like, oh, yeah, Mr. Brown, he tried to do some moves on me, and now... Now we're just awkward, and if one gift I do have, I can make an awkward situation more awkwarder. <laughs> That's what I can do. That's God, God has blessed life, me. My whole it's, life is awkward <laughs> moments. It's all awkward moments. So many tremendous ways. And I think that's the main divide sometimes when it comes to a relationship. I, I have to see if, one, the joy factor, you're right. You don't want to be around no Debbie Downers. They got to laugh. They got to be be happy. I guess sad people get together with other sad people, but I, I, I don't want to be around that part. And how do they interact with your friends? How do you interact with their friends? How do you interact with their family? How do you interact with your family? I think that's the bigger steps. But if we had some uh, initial relationship. I think initial is initial how do you deal with her 
or her or his close friends. Like, friend friends, nah, they're whatever. But, like, the close ones, the ones that, like, she see or he see every day. Like, how do you deal with those? Like, how do you mesh with them? So I think you kind of have to take a part with that. Like, for me, I always say, as a guy, you need one of her friends to have your side. So, like, you need to be good with one of her friends to where, like, if something goes wrong, she's not fully defending me, but she's saying give him a chance. There's a difference from saying defend, like, defending a friend or just saying, ah, Kasim is stupid, you know. Yeah. Give him a chance. Because I feel like most everybody has the friend where it's like, yo, fuck that person. We going out, we getting these hoes. Like, now nah, you over that. And then you got the other friend that's like, nah, man. Yeah, I could work it out, you know. So it's like you have to figure out who that friend would be, and that's your best friend. Yeah. I, th- I think another thing, as we're talking about are you ready for relationship or, or like your deal breakers, and I can only talk about uh, uh, recent deal breakers. Mm. I assume she's not going to listen to this podcast. Oh, look, yeah, like, oh, it's like, uh, we'll assume people don't listen to the podcast that Facts. know me personally, but if so, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Woo. I am for real. But anyway, pretty pretty young lady. I met her at a bar. We just, just talking. We we vibing. Like we went out like three dates. Um three days before we decided to like go to each other's homes. That's a lot. Huh? It's a lot of dates. A lot of dates before we go to each other's homes. I feel like in today's world, because everything's so instant. Uh, well, I'm in my thirties, man. That Michael microwave generation. Um might have been three. One, two, yeah, like like three. And she invites me to her house. And I spend the night and we didn't do anything, but one thing I found peculiar. Like she's like beautiful young lady. She didn't have any sheets on her bed. <laughs> and I was like, maybe it's wash day, so <laughs> I just caught you at an inopportune moment. You didn't think about it. You know, sometimes you get caught. You get caught in the red. I know sometimes if you come, if Room Raiders, if you have watched MTV, Yo, if you used to come to Room Raiders right now, you'd be like, this dude is a slob. He's slovenly. He's a drunk. I got a bottle <laughs> of wine by my bed. And I ain't drunk. I ain't that so I ain't drunk the whole year. So you know, <laughs> like that wine's been there for like a minute. And you like, what the hell is going on with his life? So I was like, hey, I will not judge you. I come over again, and sheets still <laughs> were not on the bed. And I was like, bruh, I cannot do this. <laughs> that was when I was like, yo, you could be as cute as you want to be. You got, you got your own space. You had her own crib. Everything like that, but she ain't had no sheets on her bed. So it was just mattress and pillows? And, and a comforter. And I was like, what, you, what do you do on the regular? I'm so confused. By your life right now, and then Did like she, just, she had to just move into that spot. Like she just no, <laughs> now nah, she had no, now nah, she had to be no like, sir. <laughs> <laughs> She's been living it for years. Yeah, <laughs> I like bro. Like yo, do we need to go to Target right now? Like you go to TJ Maxx, they got a good deal. Yeah, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. I, I was like, this is bananas, and that. Is now one of my deal breakers. You gotta have sheets on your bed. I didn't know that needed to be said, but now that's something that really, really bothers me. It really, really bothers me. I know I am not ready to be in a relationship with you if you do not have sheets upon your bed. 
What is a deal breaker for me? Cigarettes are a deal breaker. That's that's definitely a deal breaker. I will not do that. I I refuse. Nah. Uh, I could dig it. But more so, I think a deal breaker for me on a date is, for me, like, I define being mature is knowing when to be immature. So, knowing the situations where you can let loose, relax, whatever. So, if we're on a date, first date, I'm judging, like, how many drinks you buying. Like, if you're trying to get fucked up, I'm like, oh, I'm not dating somebody that's trying to get messed up on the first date. Or, for me, it's really our conversation. Because I truly believe I can hang out with any crowd or hang out with anybody and have a good conversation. Besides, like, death and heavy metal people. Those are the only two people. I don't think we can have a good conversation because I just can't relate to you. But for the most part, I feel like if our conversation is, like, I'm just not feeling it, then I won't even... Because for me, I'm a talker. Like, anybody that knows me, I love to talk. I talk all day. Whether it's about some serious shit, bullshit, music, politics, anything. I just like to talk. So I need somebody that I can like to talk as well. So if... If we were having like this conversation, I'm the one. I feel like I'm bringing up topics. I feel like I'm doing most of the talking. Then I'm like, ah, okay, this is. Mm. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go into like getting back to their place or whatever. But because even though that person didn't have sheets, no, no, might have been something might have been going on in their life. You don't know. You might have called them at the wrong time. You don't know. Twice. Hey. Twice. They give you three strikes in baseball. Nah, G. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how the game works, B. <laughs> hey, I, I played baseball growing up, so they gave me three strikes. So that's how I look at like nah, three strikes. Nah, you got three. Nah, 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 nah. That's how I look at it. Trick me once. <laughs> shame on you. Trick me twice. Shame on me. That's the way I figure out the game, baby. That's the you, way I figure out the game. You know what's... This is not a deal breaker, but I always just find it interesting with all the girls that like I've dated, like going over to the house. The ones that had like their own bathroom. They always, like, wash their underwear in the bathroom and they just be hanging in the bathroom. And I was like, like, the first girl that did it around me, I thought it was just, like, her. But then, like, as I started dating more and more that had, like, their own place and stuff, I was like, oh, so, like, y'all do this. Like, this is, like, normal. Like, they teach y'all this growing up. I was man, like, oh. Man, I'm about to let you know a little secret, man. Wait till you get married, dog. And you, <laughs> and you and let you be over laundry. You be like, oh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, you learn stuff you wasn't supposed to learn. Mama ain't wasn't going to teach you. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God indeed. Like, I'd be in the shower trying to take a shower, and I'd turn around and be like, why is that? Oh, I'd be like, it's next to my wash racks. Get move this shit. Man, wait, wait till you start taking showers, not for sexy purposes, but for convenience. <laughs> <laughs> Save this hot water shit. It was already running. <laughs> <You> <laughs> All right, Yo, get out. Let you, me jump can, in. Can, can you move slightly to the side so I can get some water on me <laughs> real quick so I can get the soap off of my body? That's all I'm saying. I hate how women have deathly hot showers. Like, why is the water so damn hot? Like, my skin is melting. Why? Like, no, I need to know why. I, I want to know why. Somebody has to text me and answer me that for me. Like, why is it burning hot? I like, like are you burning the dead, the dirty cells off? Like, what? I like hot showers, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, son. No. I'm like I, a lukewarm, like, like hot? I like, like, that's I like not, it. that's burning. Like, I, like, I like it hot, bro. Nah. I like it hot. Nah. Man, that man, shit is. Man, like, nah. <laughs> Every, everything. Oh, <laughs> man. Come clean. out the shower steaming. Like, yeah. Nasty. The whole damn bathroom steamed up. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do, baby. <laughs> Got secret messages on the mirror. <laughs> so damn steamy in there, man. Nah, man. Like Luke, not lukewarm, but like I just don't want to burn it. Like I, I want to be able to put my head under the water and be like, 
I'm good. I'm comfortable. Got me dying in my own shower. What kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> um, are we talking in relationships? And I, I'm, it's super important. I mean, to be sucking my teeth into the mic like that. I'm like, ooh, smacking, all that good <laughs> stuff. Um, it's tricky. It's tricky. Because I think about what would be the better scenario dating or becoming intimate with someone that's in a friend group as yours or dating or becoming intimate with someone outside of your friend group? Because we all want to know friendship is that the key cornerstone of any relationship that makes us you know, comfortable and everything like that. But I have two, two scenarios I, I'll paint. We have subject A, who started dating someone in the friend group, and it didn't go right. And then the person he was dating in the friend group then would lament that they now felt ostracized from the rest of the group and can't hang around because things didn't work out the way they wanted to. Then you could have another subject B where things date, they, they do what they do, uh, but they're still cool. They hang around and everything is chill. So you can go vastly different things where one you feel ostracized and the other one's like, oh yeah, we still good. Yeah. We can still hang out. So it's a, a, a tricky situation. What are your thoughts about dating within the, the friend group? Or should you be like, nah, let me go outside of the parameters? I would say growing up my whole life, I dated and messed around with friends with friends or in the group. So therefore, I would say if I was telling somebody, I would say don't do it because only do it if you and that person going to get married. Like, that's the only way you could do it because I think it gets hard because with your, with your dating, with dating with dating inside the friend group, it's like, all right, you almost feel like you're fighting for attention with that person from the friends and, like, the significant other or whatever because since you are in a friend group, you want to feel like I'm more important than the friends because... We're dating, talking, stuff like that. I want to feel like I'm above them or whatever, and vice versa. So I feel like that makes it hard. And then also, if it go, if it doesn't work, for your friendship, for whatever, take a hit. Like, it's going to take a hit. No matter if you go back to being talking to friends, it, it's going to take a hit. Like, because some feelings you're just not going to get over. And then for me, it's like, I saw you naked, dogs. I can't just see you regularly now. It's like, mm, I can't. I can't. Like, that's not me. So, therefore, I was like, you just have to learn to, I learned to, like, be at a far. Like, since we all friends, I'll be around. Like, I'll come through, chill. But I'm going to keep my own distance for me. Like, that's how I need to emotionally handle certain situations, deal with stuff. So, it's like, all right, I'll be around. I'll come through, chill for, like, major stuff. Your birthday. A wedding. Somebody got a new job promotion. You know, vacation. But in terms of, like, the everyday random moments, is for me, it would be more like I couldn't do those just because if you stop talking, you need to give each other both each other time and space to, like, yeah. get over it. Because if you keep hanging out with the same friends, you don't keep seeing each other. And you really don't get over, get over stuff seeing the person. Yeah. So it's like you need that, like, just, nah, I need to step away. And then it also depends on, like, the friend circle that you have. Like, some friend circles can handle it, some can't. Yeah. So that's really what it comes down to too so for me i would say now like speaking now 
don't do it unless you know, like, like don't do it just for like a hookup. Do it like if you think like, yo, I want to be with this person to like life. Then go for it. Yeah, whatever. But if it's like too many ifs, then it's like just for your for both of your mental sake, just don't do it. Because speaking from experience, it'll save you the headache, the trouble. Yeah, I could dig it. Because a lot of times, and this is my thoughts on stuff. Uh, <laughs> my thoughts on stuff. <laughs> my thoughts on stuff. Uh, friends of friends generally are easier to talk to because you've already gone past a level of validation. A lot of times when you meet a stranger, you have to go through a level of validation. You have to prove yourself worthy, worthy enough to, to actually be in the, the, for someone to talk to you. Uh, so you go through all your whatever, your, your opening gambits or whatever you, when you talk to a woman to prove your worth. But when a friend of a friend is like, they strip some of that. It's like, oh, no, he's cool. He, he works with me or uh, he's so funny and whatever. So they're like, oh, okay, you say it's cool. I'm going off your stamp. And you don't want to mess up their stamp. That's, that's, that, that, that's the biggest thing. When you in a relationship with a friend of a friend, don't mess up the stamp. Unless they're like, oh, y'all be fun together or whatever. And it makes me actually think deeper. I have two sisters. Mm. If any of my friends talk to my sisters, you have to now marry my sister. <laughs> you either have to marry my sister or I have to kill you. This is the only two things. So if you're going to do this, my friend, you, you find my sister attractive. You have Yo. to marry that woman. Or die. Or you have to die. They can't so like, think, break they, up they, normal? Think, think, think about that. They can't just break up like it no. didn't work? No. No. Nah. And you better not impregnate my sister, because <laughs> then I got to kill you, and then I got to take care of another child. <laughs> nah, what if they just say, hey, we just didn't work out? Nah. Okay, impre- we'll, we'll make a slight cause. You had to be dating for a while, my sister has to cheat on you. That's the only <laughs> way <laughs> this shit is going to work out <laughs> according to plan. Otherwise, I got to get the strap. And we gotta we gotta bust a move on you. That's that's what I'm saying. If you my friend, you a random stranger, you a random stranger. I, you know you deal with random stranger things, but my sister though, my sister, you gotta or y'all hook up and I never hear about it ever in life. You keep that shit between y'all. I two feel like the friend should never say nothing ever, like ever, unless y'all gonna be in a relationship. <laughs> But nobody, you still shouldn't say, like, we hooked up. Or just be like, me and your sister are dating now. No. No. Marry. Death. Well, you have to date. She cheated. <laughs> or. You have to date first before you marry. Yeah. Marriage. <laughs> death. <laughs> she cheated. Or if y'all had a fling, y'all boy better not never mention that even half drunkenly, half jokingly. <laughs> None of that. Because <laughs> then I'm kill. Both y'all. <laughs> and this message brought to you by Burger King. The <laughs> king of burgers. <laughs> Home of the Whopper. But anyway. <laughs> Wish there was a Burger King by here, but that's going on a different tangent. Anyway. Uh, but I know, f- like, go- piggyback off what you're saying. That's one of the things I feel like we don't take account in the moment. It's like, oh, I'm putting my friend at risk, too, if this goes wrong. Because I know I have it. And that's something we're, like, going back, looking back at it now. I would apologize to those friends. It was like, I really should have thought more about that in the moment. 
and I was just thinking with my dick. Yeah. So that's when they would talking to friends of a friends or even seeing like dating. Always you got to think about them because at a two degree, it's gonna fall back on them because they did the initial meet like introduction to y'all. So somehow it's gonna fall back on them, even if it's intentionally or unintentionally. It's just gonna happen. So I feel like you should keep that more into mind now when like considering dating among friends. But I would just say, screw it. There's too many people in the world. Let's go outside. Let's go outside. Man, like. Let's, let's go outside unless you know that's the one. I've been, we've been, she's been the one for years. Or he's been the one for years. Like, if not that, you can go meet somebody. Everybody's beautiful. There's somebody for somebody. Yeah, because you're getting that friend group. Yo, how y'all doing? And then people start asking, like, <laughs> like, and then people start making jokes and like acting like they like your relationship more than you. You be like, all right, bro, can we can we talk about something else? Like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, like, why are you so concerned? <laughs> but, but then you know that they know both sides of the story. So like you, you have <laughs> your side. They have their side, and these people them with the synthesis. They got the, the front row seat. They actually look like watching a movie. Like y'all <laughs> both wrong. I'm trying. I'm, I'm letting y'all both know that y'all both wrong. But this is interesting. When the shit gonna hit the fan? Because I, I know what she said. I know what you said. And y'all ain't on the same page right now. But I'm gonna just wait till this shit blow up. But got how my y'all popcorn. Doing, <laughs> y'all good? Y'all good? Uh, y'all good? I know y'all not, but y'all good. It's like, nigga, shut up. Like, damn, man. I'm trying to navigate. I'm trying to navigate this real strange world. I'm trying to figure this shit out, man. Help me. That, Help that me. Is there. So it's about that time. I think I think it's about that time that I could share or should we share this for another another uh another podcast. How much time we have left? Oh, we got we got fifteen. We got fifteen uh, minutes. What you trying to share? Should I share should I share how I knew this one's for marriage or should we stay that for for how you know you're ready for the marriage talk? We can say that for another one. Yeah, say yeah, that for another yeah. one. That's that's yeah, like when you know that, you're ready to marry. We just trying to get in a relationship. We yeah, just, just, we just trying to get in a relationship. Whole, like, yeah. It's funny. It is funny, funny, funny. I have been married, and I still don't know how to get in a relationship. I don't even know why the woman married me, personally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people like me. I really don't. Like, I tell my girl that all the time. I don't know why you deal with me, because I'm, I'm an asshole. I I think I'm, I'm sarcastic. Like, I'm overly sarcastic. I'm not I'm not even not. Well, I am a bit of an asshole, lovable asshole, but I'm boring. Like I'm a nerd, I, <laughs> like like nerdy things, and I like to do. I like to drink. I like to watch TV. I have low ambition. <laughs> <laughs> I have no drive. I don't know. Like like oh, but he's cute. I'm like you do stuff. You be rapping and scatting, and I'm like okay, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> like outside of those things, like I like to watch TV. I like to adult color. I've gotten really good with colored pencils. <laughs> uh, that was part of my mission this summer <laughs> to get really good. Man, some dudes, like, they can color their ass off. I was like, dog, you got the same colored pencils I got. <laughs> my shit don't look like that. Total tangent. But you should go on YouTube and, like, YouTube, like, coloring tutorials with colored pencils. It's amazing. They are quite, it's one of the slowest mediums you can use to make art. But that's neither here nor there. I, I, I want someone who can blend their colors with me. That's all. I think, the colors. I think you never, you never, I feel like you never really know when you want to be in a relationship. Like, it just hits you. Like, you never go off for it being like, oh, I know I want this one. You just be like, oh, time goes by. You've been hanging out. You just get uh, comfortable. No, it, no. No. 
I disagree, sir. No. Because I'm a romantic, and I want that love at first sight shit. I want to be happily ever after. I want to no. see her in the towel no. with her hair laid down, and I climb up that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. I ain't climbing shit for And I save her from a wicked witch or some some. That's my problem. Like I want to be, I want to be Google Gaga from like the giddy up. Like damn, like I want to be with you. That's not real life. It has been. It can be. It can be. It has been. That's not. I've been with women that I was like, but. Those are the women that's going to treat me the worst because I'll let you do anything you want. <laughs> I'll let you, but women I don't really care about, that shit sounds stupid. I'm not doing that. The percentage of that happening is very low. So but, I would say. But why? Disney told me that that's just how the game work, man. She bats eyes. Disney Can also told me you Raven had psychic powers. So I'm no. talking about the movies, nigga. I ain't talking about the show. <laughs> so, but I feel like you never really know. You just realize that, oh, I've been hanging out with this person for a minute. And then it's usually the day where you're not hanging out with them. You're like, oh. Oh, like they're away for a while. And you're like, oh, I I feel weird. Why Why don't I feel like doing much? Why, why am I thinking about this person? Like I feel like those, those moments have to hit you and they start hitting you harder and harder. And then you realize like, oh, this, this I think I'm, I'm not going to say I think I might be ready. But I know I just like hanging out with you. So then, because I feel like anybody could love, like loving is an emotion. Anybody could do it. But it takes special people to be in a relationship because it's more than just feelings. It's like, oh, I'm making a choice to only be with you, which is what you're supposed to be, quotations. But that's what, because <laughs> you love, you grow, you grow in and out of feelings every day, B. Like, them shit's to happen. But, like, when you make that, you're making a choice. Like, I'm making a choice to say, I want to be with you. Like, up and down, I'm making a choice that I want to stick this through. At least for as long as you can. So, that's why I say, love is, like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's great. Like, you know, all that love stuff is great. But making that, like, relationship choice is more of, like, a don't. Don't let love or feelings like mess up your mind because feelings will cloud your judgment. I would say you have to make that choice. Like I'm making this choice because of those feelings to be like, all right, let's give this a shot. Let's see what goes. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Fuck that. I want love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, dog, at the beginning of the podcast, he was so pragmatic about relationships. Now I ain't talking this damn fairy tale shit. I don't know what he believes because I'm a Pisces and I believe in two fish going in opposite direction. That's how I live my life. <laughs> I don't believe in love at first sight. You can fuck at first sight because that lust attraction, I believe in lust at first sight. Love is different. Lust, yes. But love, eh. Eh. I feel like love has to build. Lust? Definitely, because you're going to be like, oh, shit, you're attractive. I want to stick it in you. Man, yeah. Man, you sound like you got read that off a damn poster. Love has to build. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm telling you, when I, like, last, well, it was 2019, technically. So 2017, when I first came out here, and I had, like, that month and a half of, like, like, imagine a month and a half, you in this house, you not working, you, not, you don't got no money, you just in this house with your thoughts, trying to figure out your life. You think of a lot of shit, man. And that's what I thought of that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jaden. Uh, uh, 
I don't know. That's why I'm not in a relationship because I don't know the hell I want, and I don't know what the hell people want from me. And I still don't know what people want from me. Be with you. Yeah, I just know I'm funny. You either laughing with me or at me. Yeah, I'm shit. Mostly at me probably because of my life. But yeah, you know, eh. I'm just I'm just Mr. Brown doing Mr. Brown type things. Mr. Brown doing Mr. Brown type things. Mm-hmm. That's huh. why I talk on microphones to people. And tell them my views and opinions and hope they like my views and opinions. And maybe I can shed light. Maybe I could be, I fix your life. I could be. <laughs> you know what's funny? People who give the best advice don't live their advice. I can either refute or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like uh, some of the best advice that I've ever gotten in this life are from the people where I look at them and be like, why don't you live this shit then, motherfucker? Because living's hard, my nigga. <laughs> like, yo, we ain't doing all that. Walking the straight and narrow path, man. Shoot. Do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. Yeah, man. We we trying. I think we try. My, my voice was cracking <laughs> hey. on that. So I think if you learn anything from today's discussion about relationships, that we as men, we as the Brodies, that the we, booties. <laughs> we have deep thoughts about it. We have deep concerns about why we commit or why we do not commit. And some of you may relate, some of you may not, but take it as this. That love needs to build. Look at you. I'm trying to I'm trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to synthesize everything. Trying to, trying to bring it back in. Bring, bring, bring it back full in. Circle, full bring, circle. bring it back full circle. Um and relationships are hard. Right. And and it's and it's work. It's mad work. And a lot of times we got to look past our insecurities and our fears that may stem from our relationships with past people. And by past people, we don't necessarily mean uh, those that we've dated, but those that are just having to be in our lives. And that affects all of us. It affects how we love. It affects how we think. It affects our perspective of our relationship. And so as we go forth throughout this year, I just want you to take this key note that... Sometimes you have to jump out on faith, and things are not always going to be as pretty as you want them to be, but sometimes you just got to do it. This podcast brought to you by Nike. <laughs> <laughs> like with the fake ass ass. Um, hey, shit, we just got to get this money, B. Yo, facts. I'm broke out here. That's the reason why we start this podcast. Um, I would say, in adding to you about the relationship, was just that don't be afraid to take a chance because everybody's going to get their heart broken. It's going to happen. You're going to get your heart broken in life. It's life. It's going to happen. It builds character. It helps you realize what you did right, what you did wrong, how to affect the next one. But I would just say, at least now in the world, if you're going to be, if you're going to, if you want to be a hoe, be a hoe, do your shit. Or if you want to be in a relationship, make that choice. Don't just let your emotions get the best of you. Like, make Logically think of it, knowing yourself, because I don't think a lot of people have those honest conversations with themselves to be like, yo, am I actually ready? Or just am I just going to do it because whatever. Honestly sit there and think and be like, yo, I'm not going to do this. I'm sorry. You'll respect me for this later. This goes for both parties. You'll respect me for this later if I don't want to do this now rather than hate me later. Because take it from me, you will be hated later. It's, it's not fun. So therefore, make that honest choice to be like, all right, I don't want to do this. This is what I want to do. If that doesn't work for you, that's cool. That's fine. We can keep it moving. Or if it does work for you, be like, all right, bet, then we could do this. But just try to be up and 
be up and honest with yourself, number one, because people, it's okay to be shallow with what you want in, like, another person. Like, it's okay to, like, be shallow. I'm all for it. Be shallow. Because it's your life. It's not nobody else's. So, ah, just be honest with yourself, and then everything else will take, take care of itself. Paraphrasing the words of the great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if you're going to be a hoe, be the best hoe that you could possibly be. If you're going to be in a relationship, be in the best relationship you could possibly be. I'm Mr. Brown. I'm Kaz. And we are the Brodies. <laughs> you want to do that every time? Yeah, I'm going to do that shit every time. I'm going to make that shit stick. Watch. All right. I'm do that man. shit in the beginning and the end of every podcast. Watch. It's going to stick. Oh. Shit. The Brodies, nigga. <laughs>